welcome to podcast number 17 for Thanks for Your Service. I'm David Hall. Thanks for Your Service is a news and information resource and its focus is on historical topics relating to the Australian military. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for Thanks for Your Service. Our website is www.thanksforyourservice.net. You can also email us at info at thanksforyourservice.net. Last year, the Australian War Memorial launched Places of Pride, a national register of war memorials. We head to Canberra to find out more. Joining us on the line from the Australian War Memorial in Canberra is Terry-Ann Simmons, who is the Project Manager for Places of Pride. Terry-Ann, many thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Terry-Ann, what is the Places of Pride? Places of Pride is the National Register of War Memorials. So it's an Australian War Memorial Initiative um, and the, essentially what we're trying to do is capture a, through a digital record, um, so through a photo, um, every war memorial in all the different formats across the country. So as we know, you go across Australia and every town will have some kind of war memorial. You'll see cenotaphs, often swimming pools, or, um, memorial swimming pools, on a roll that you'll see in the RSL clubs and whatnot. And what we want to do is have a central location. So we've created a website where local community groups um, and schools, different organisations can go onto the website, check if their memorial is on the website. And if it's not, upload the location uh, and any details that they have at hand and then a photo of the memorial. And when was the website launched? So we launched the website in conjunction with the announcement of the funding for the redevelopment of the Australian War Memorial. So that was 1st of November 2018. And so as, as some of your listeners may be aware, the um, government with the support of the opposition party have um, agreed to provide funding for redeveloping um, sections of the War Memorial. Um, because we simply don't have enough space in the War Memorial at, in its current format and we can't tell the modern day stories. So there was the announcement last year that that money that's been allocated to expand the War Memorial and as a part of that, uh, Places of Pride was launched and that was particularly relevant because in the new galleries, as you come into the new orientation galleries, on large interactive digital displays, you'll see places of pride in, in a format. We're still working out how that will actually come to be. But essentially the idea is that you can be from Wagga, you can be from Tumut, you can be from Darwin, Perth, a, a tiny remote town, and you can put in that address or that postcode and you can see your local war memorial and the contributions that have been made by your community and it just brings together that link of the national memorial reaching out to all of those different uh, memorial and commemoration efforts that are done across the country. So, so as well as a as an online presence where people outside of Canberra can access it, there will be some sort of physical interaction with the, with the and a, and a yeah. virtual interaction um, with places of yeah, pride at the right. War Memorial itself. Yeah, that's right, exactly. Because I think it's really um, it's really appropriate, but it's also really um, important to recognise all the work that's done in communities 
across the country in commemoration. We see how people are moved when they come to the War Memorial every day. Uh, we see that. And what I think is really important is because um, as a national organisation, in institution, we reflect back the stories and the work that is done across the community. So I think it will really just be that thing that brings it all together uh, when visitors are coming to Canberra. But of, co of course, if you can't come to Canberra, it's a really wonderful way to explore what's being done around the, the country. And to date, how many places have, have actually been registered with the Australian War Memorial? So at the moment, the website has around four and a half thousand memorials um, and we are thinking by the end of 2019 we'll be double that and probably maybe more so because there's a, there's a lot out there and um, if you look at honour boards alone, um, so a small town for example, so if you take you know a, a town of say um, let's say maximum 40,000, you might have that iconic war memorial that the Anzac Day Remembrance Day services are held at, but then within that town there will be, you know, perhaps cricket clubs, schools that have honour rolls, and we want to record those as well because that's a really important history that we don't want to lose. Um, so I, I think the number's going to be pretty big. So we're, we're talking possibly even more than about 9,000 different places around Australia. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Do, do, do you... and, and it is hard to know, um, and it's one of those things, um, it's hard to know if we're, if we're close. I mean, I think we can do some pretty uh, good, you know, educated guesses along the way, but, yeah, we're thinking at least 10,000. Mm. And, and, and in terms of an estimate, that, that's what you think. There possibly could be as many as 10,000 either um, war memorials, honour rolls, anything that falls in the category that, that exists in Australia. Yeah, that's right, that's right. And I think um, that's one of, the, one of the many reasons that we're really calling on people across the country to help us with uh, collecting this information because um, our team alone can't do that and also nor should we. We want to hear from those communities, hear how they're interacting daily um, and and how they're looking after these memorials. So we, we're really calling upon um, individuals and organisations to upload their photos. Um, the other interesting thing too, though, to say is that memorials are still being erected and and certainly um, one of the memorials that has been particularly touching for me is the Afghanistan Avenue of Honour that's been um, created, fundraised by the community and family and friends of uh, Private Benjamin Chuck. And so it is a really beautiful memorial and it actually shows how important memorials are in remembering and paying um, tribute to the service and sacrifice that um, our servicemen and women have done. And that's as relevant today as it was from the First World War. In terms of the registrations that you've seen, is there a typical form of a war memorial in Australia? Look, I think we, we're all pretty familiar with... Um, I guess those iconic cenotaphs, um, obelisks, uh, even probably the digger um, is something that is familiar. But I guess there's 
I think if we were looking at probably the most common form, we would probably see a plaque of some sort. So a plaque is generally attached to some kind of, I guess, commemoration element. Um, and certainly with the lone pine plantings that we see across the country, there'll be a plaque, um, I guess, providing some explanation to visitors to what that is. So, yeah, there isn't, I guess, a common element. Um, and certainly we can see over the years the different designs and over um, the centenary of Armistice, so over those four, the most recent four years, we've seen some um, new memorials being established and there's been some really creative and interesting architectural um developments as well so it does take many forms and i think that's what is quite fascinating about it is there a memorial for you that stands out oh that's a really really hard question um and that's when i would definitely encourage people to visit places of pride because you because it is such a visual element you can really look around and we do every day we when we're getting um our contributions are coming in and we're looking at them we we really have um been become for one of the better phrase connoisseurs of memorials um what would really stand out to me i would think i think um one of, one of the people in our teams are really, really quite fond of Lone Pines. Um, so that's something I think because there's a living element to it and I think there's something really symbolic about that. Um, that's something that really that takes um, that particular team member's interest. For me, I think I like the interpretation element. So uh, fairly recently we were looking at a memorial that I believe um, is in the Maribyrnong area and it's a water feature and so it's actually sculpted and has the service I think it's a soldier a nurse um, and perhaps uh, it escapes now another service person um, but it's really beautifully done and I think that's the interesting thing you just see so many variations but it really is coming down to the same thing. It's actually paying, it's providing a platform to pay tribute, to remember, to mourn, and it's also a dedication of love. And, and certainly our director speaks about this, that these things are actually about the love that we have for those people that we've lost, but also those people that we've served, who have served. In terms of registering these war memorials, is there a, a geographical restriction? So obviously there are a lot of memorials in terms of commemorating Australian service war which are located overseas, but is Places of Pride just for, for Australia? Ah, excellent question. So at the moment we are keeping it to Australia. Primarily, I, I guess one of the reasons is that we need to capture what's here, um, but also too, as we talked about earlier, when we're looking at upwards of, you know, 10,000, I think we're trying to keep that focus to make sure we do make sure we collect all of those different types of memorials. Certainly, though, I wouldn't rule out um, in the future it being expanded to overseas, and, and there are some, um, obviously, really significant memorials um, for Australian service overseas, so I wouldn't rule that out, but um, I'm hoping 2019 is just national. In terms of uh, the location of the Australian War Memorial in Canberra, 
Obviously, we're a huge country. Have you identified the most remote memorial in Australia? Well, that's really interesting too. I think, and, and that's probably one of those things where it's uh, perhaps up for debate, um, and and I wouldn't want to get involved in that particularly. But I, on the map at the moment, I'm always struck that we we do have memorials. Um, registered from Norfolk Island, mm. so I find that really interesting. Um, recently, uh, I was able to go to Albany and spend some time at the National Anzac Centre, and so certainly that's a place of significance. Um, and you know, the the memorials there are really, I think, special. Um, and after driving to Albany, I feel like saying, "Yeah, that was pretty remote." Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think that there's, it's one of those things, um, again, talking about that remoteness, some of these small towns over the years have unfortunately um, disappeared or then, you know, different shires have kind of absorbed different um, little tiny towns. And so what may happen and what we suspect has happened with some of those is the memorial might still be there. The town might not exist anymore. Mm. So that's why, again, we're calling upon people far and wide to um, upload what they can find and tell us what they can because that's a really, really important thing to tell that story. In terms of registration, have been people been registering memorials that have been lost? We were talking uh, before we started recording about uh, a personal experience of mine where um, at St Paul's Church in Malvern in Victoria there was an honour roll with my grandfather's uh, name on it and... Uh, and it's simply been lost. They, we, we have a photo of it, but we don't know where it is. Um, can people register lost memorials, for example? At the moment, I guess that's a, that's a really interesting thing. And as we're evolving the website, we're, we're coming across issues like that. And, and we certainly think this is probably a really good mechanism uh, to do that. At the moment, you probably couldn't register it per se. Oh, I mean, and again, I wouldn't rule it out completely. It was one of, that would be one of the things that you could talk to us directly about. We could work out a way to best present it. And then I, I guess that's the other thing, putting that word out through the website. Um, so with a lot of these things, if there's any kind of, I guess, curly questions like that or, you know, things that aren't quite straightforward, we definitely encourage people to get in contact with us. Um, but... That does speak to something that we know about, particularly with honour boards, that um, they do get moved. They're, you know, they're, they're able to be moved, and so they do, although some of them, as you know, are incredibly heavy. But they're also beautiful, beautiful um, pieces to look at. And they really, and I think in terms of restoration, it's quite a challenge. So we do want to um, get those digital records. So yes, definitely. I think we want to we want to find out what's out there because putting that word out there, hopefully someone can say, "Hang on, that's been you know in my garage for twenty years, and I don't know what to do with it." Mm. This is at least somewhere we can um, capture that. And how do people register? So this is the best question of all. <laughs> this is the question I love. So. Um, People go along and they put in placesofpride.awm.gov.au into their um, search bar. Uh, they can use their search engine or put that directly into um, their search bar. And then 
what we want people to do is create an account. We've tried to make that as easy as possible. You can remain anonymous. Um, you can do it on behalf of your community organisation. Uh, and then once that process is done, and it's a very quick process, you can then check to see if your memorial that you're interested in is actually already on the map or not. If it's not on the map, you can add it to the map and add the information you know about it, and then you can start to add photos. But to do any of that, we do need you to create an account, but um, like I said, you can keep your details private or you can use a pseudonym or you can do it on behalf of your organisation. And we give you the option of uploading a picture. So if you're, say, from you know, a particular RSL sub-branch and you want to upload your logo, you can. And what that does is when you're uploading photos, that little uh, profile picture is assigned to the photos. You can also um, credit the photographer. So say, for example, if I was um, a photographer and I had been commissioned you know, from someone to um, take some photos on behalf of their council, I can still, if that's a part of the agreement, I can say, you know, I'm the person that took the photos, but this is the organisation that contributed it. Sounds all a bit fancy. It doesn't have to be. I may have overcomplicated it there. But what we want people to do is just enjoy the experience, have a look around, you know, make their contribution. And the other thing to say is if there's already photos, you can add your photos as well. We do want photos um, from a range of people and you also have the option of uploading a story. So if you've got a personal connection, you can add that or if you've got some history about it. Uh, and the other thing to say is if the details aren't quite right about the memorial, if it is already there, you can contact us and we can help um, sort that out and get the uh, correct details up there. And people can go to the Places of Pride uh, website to find out a whole lot of information and have a look as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that's a nice thing. I think it's really interesting to look at the different um, memorials that are out there. And, and because primarily they're, they're outdoors, it's a really lovely kind of, I guess, um, exploration of different parts of Australia. And so we see, you know, it's, it's Sometimes they're coastal, sometimes they're, you know, rural, sometimes they're in, you know, urban cities. And so it's really fascinating to have a look and just see how, you know, different communities have paid respect to it. But what I would say is, and what's become really overwhelmingly obvious through this uh, process is how significant these places are to local communities. Um, and that hasn't... Um, dropped away as the years go on, say from First World War, Second World War, so on. If anything, people are really connecting more and we're sharing that history with a younger audience. Um, and with that, you know, I think there's a really strong education component as well, but also just that, you know, taking a bit of time to remember and pay tribute. We wish you all the best with the progress of Places of Pride. Terry, and thank you so much for your time today. Oh, my absolute pleasure. It's been great. Thank you. The website for Places of Pride is www.placesofpride.awm.gov.au. You can find the link on our Facebook page. Whilst I was doing research on my grandfather's service at Gallipoli, I found a photo of an honour roll from St Paul's Church in Malvern, Victoria. The church knew about its existence 
but a search in 2015 failed to find out what happened to it. A photo of it is on our Facebook page. If anyone can shed any light on its history, we'd love to hear from you. That's the podcast for today. We're keen to hear your feedback. Leave a comment on our Facebook page, and if you're listening to us via iTunes, please leave a review. Finally, if you're interested in sponsorship or support of this podcast, head to our website or email us. You can also support us via Patreon. The link is www.patreon.com. Thanks for your service. The version of The Last Post is courtesy of Rachel Bostock. You can find links to her music on our website and Facebook page. Thanks for listening.